Hey, this is John Reap from the Country-ish Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. No sports? No problem. My bookie offers the latest and most popular sport game titles and state-of-the-art software. No need to leave the comfort of your home. It's all at your fingertips. Featuring a truly flawless live casino, complete with professional dealers, as well as a large selection of classic and progressive slots games, plus the greatest selection of video poker variants. They really do offer something for everyone. Take advantage of their daily promotions for the casino, which includes bonuses, cash backs, raffles, free chips, and free spins for you to increase your chances of winning every single day. Also, you can put your skills to the test in their latest free blackjack and slots tournaments, which includes a free 10K prize pool blackjack tournament. Stuck at home? Don't even sweat it. They got you covered. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? My bookie pays fast when you win. With decades of experience, great customer service, and hassle-free transactions, why would you bet anywhere else? Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ATCCASINO for a 150% bonus on your first deposit. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. At Colorado State University Global Campus, online education isn't another thing we do. It's all we do. Get an interactive education that's built for working adults like you and that employers demand. Explore your options at csuglobal.edu. Don't try to run, don't try to hide. What's up, fool? We're right here with Rigo Torres in the what house. Up? What up? Right here with Joe Diaz, cocksucker, man. Give me a little Joe Diaz, bro. The only, the one and only Joey Diaz. We're blessed with him. Who is he? It's me, Joey. Me, cocksuckers. He's right here, man. <laughs> teabag joke, bro. Do the teabag joke, bro. Got it. <laughs> it's a teabag joke, bro. You told me to stop with the fucking teabag with the fucking teabag joke. Stop. I won't talk to you for a month. I used to have a girlfriend. She used to be a stripper, but then came that time of the month. She used to have that little fuse hanging down between her leg like a teabag. I don't know where to light it or pull it, so I lit it. <laughs> and then, then my, I, I start getting high, and my cat would show around, and I'm playing with a cat with a tea bag. It was pussy against pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Speak to me, old toothless. <laughs> Get a little cum on his head like something about Mary. I got a little punk rock cap. Every time I go home, he's listening to the Ramones. We're not going to take it. <laughs> yeah, those were the days, 2001. Remember the one dog? He said, I had to walk girl. She would hop with you over like fucking Van Gogh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but sometimes you got to go to hell before you go to hell. So I'm here fucking with Van Gogh. <laughs> oh. How about we say uh, I came to Cuba <laughs> with my mother? And he's all, he's all, I used the crack pipe as a snorkeler. How <laughs> <laughs> about up, hey, you fucking cocksucker Mexican? You have it easy. You just crossed the border. I was cutting a fucking tuna net. <laughs>
<laughs> I did the park. He goes, well, I did a fucking show in Tijuana, Mexico, man. It was a fucking horrible hotel, man. You, you, you press a corner, and the machine goes up, and the finger goes up your ass. I went back, the machine was broken. I put my own finger up my ass. <laughs> Hell yeah. You can't make it in California without a car. Hell yeah. There's no fucking way. Everything is two buses with a connection. I'd rather kill myself before I got to take two buses with a connection and get off and get on another bus. So I knew... When I left here for a real city slicker, this ain't especially in those days. This is tough. That yeah, this was there was no public transportation before the metro link whatsoever. So I was like, I'll never live in California, never, ever, ever. Like it just doesn't work out for me, man. Miami doesn't work out for me. Those fucking streets, southwest, northwest, northeast. What the fuck are you confusing me for? The fuck? I don't have a compass. You know, I don't have a fucking compass, and now you have them in your iPhone, but I don't give a fuck about that. I don't know where I'm going. It's too complicated. Oh, hell yeah. New York City is very easy. 185th and 5th. You get the 5th Avenue, now you get the, gotta get the 185th. It's very easy. It's very, you know, this when, was very, this seemed complicated to me. It's because it's all rural and all crazy, uh, you know, mountains and shit over there. It's a, the grid is perfect it's from A to Z, back and forth. It's a square. You can work with it. Here, it's like, fuck, pull out the compass. Los Angeles, you don't understand Los Angeles. Because Los Angeles could be Glendale. Los Angeles could be Silver Lake. It could be Echo Park. You know, it could West be side. so many fucking things. The West Side, Century City, Culver City. Compton, brother. Compton, fucking Crenshaw. I mean, L.A. is such a vast spread out that it's just fucking man. And then, like, you think L.A. is where you see all those movies and shit with Vatos. Then you have all that shit, you know. Where the devil is from. Where's he from? <laughs> the devil is from La Puente. La Puente. <laughs> yeah. And fucking... Uh, Rosemead. And Rosemead. And San Gabriel. So close together. That's all the hood. Lakewood, that, yeah. That's Mandobello, Pico Rivera. You know, so I thought as a kid when I saw Zoot Suit that it was downtown L.A. What a fuck. It's not downtown L.A. <laughs> It's somewhere else. It's like Whittier or or where the Brave Bull used to be. Uh-huh. San Gabriel. San Gabriel. Money and shit. You know, you have so many. So I didn't know. It's so hard. So it's so fucking confusing for me. Yeah. But I, I love it. I, I can't imagine leaving. Like right now, I don't know if I want to raise my daughter here, but I don't know where else to fucking go. Right. I don't know where else to fucking go that you wake up and it's 70 degrees out. <laughs> I don't know where else you could fucking go that you go to a weed store. You know, and yeah, we have... You know, you, you have the... L.A. is like any other big city. You have bad points, and you have great points. But for me, it works. Right now, this works for me, you know? If you got, Can you imagine if you fucking lived in the valley and had to drive to Long Beach every day for your job? And guess what? There's people who do it. Every fucking day, bro. Two, two and a half hours one way, two and a half, two and hours, and a half hours the other way. I know people who live... In Riverside right here. In Rodrigo. It's a prime example. And how long does it take you to get to Hollywood? 50 minutes? 50 minutes if I'm gassing at 80, 85, and, you know, you there's no CHP. And there's always but CHP. If there, and if there's traffic, an hour and a half, an hour, and a half. An hour time, 45 uh, minutes. What time Gabriel Iglesias said he made it from Santa Clarita to Brea in 35 minutes? Damn! I said, on a Friday. I said, man, who are you driving, man? A Lamborghini? <laughs> <laughs> It could be done. You know, it's amazing. It's amazing when you realize what the distances really are yeah. and what. Like, fucking, if you're in Hollywood, Marina Del Rey is a fucking world away. Hell yeah. Hell That's yeah. You go that way with that four. That four or five is death. Death. Fuck what anybody says. Death. That's, That's the worst freeway in L.A. The 10 is jacked, so it's the 60, but that one. The 710 is jacked. 
Not really. Those things aren't. It opens up. It clogs up right there where the shot. 10 and the 60 is at and the People 5. But no other than that, it's idea, cool. But un- un- unless, like, I don't have to ride that shit every day. I don't have to be in fucking downtown L.A. every day. If I had to, I'd, I'd live, it'd be horrible. Oh, man. Because once you hit Vermont, the fucking traffic starts. <laughs> well, that was uh, when I had one of my first jobs I ever had. I used to work in Canoga Park on Topanga Canyon and Canoga Park. Oh, wow. And I was living in Boyle Heights, Damn. Pico Aliso Projects. And I would get up. The, the job started at 7. And I told the boss, I could do this job, but you got to give me a leeway. I'm going to be late every day because of my bus schedule. So I would catch a bus at 5.30 in the morning on 1st and Glass, Aliso Village. And then catch the, the other bus on 1st and Hill, the 425. This is before they had the, they had the Metrolink. I would take the 425 all the way to Topanga Canyon and Canoga Park. By the Topanga Canyon Mall for when I was late. I, I showed up. I got to work every day at 7.45. God damn. And that was a long ride. Brother. And then again, you're creeping in L.A. Yeah. I don't know what. The, I don't know how many times Joe Diaz got lost going to Montebello, man, to all coyotes. <laughs> I still get lost. I still get fucking lost. What <laughs> time Joe Diaz went to um, Montebello instead of Daily Planet? It was closed. Remember? <laughs> Let me tell you something. I, I do this podcast once every three months for a friend of mine. And every three months, I got to call him and go, bro, what exit do I get off? He's like, you're not fucking serious. <laughs> I forget. You know, People think go, you're an asshole would do that, but it's like, you know, seriously. I, I'm, I'm not, not from around here, cocksuckers. Yeah. We go to so many different gigs. So many. So many different gigs we drive to. And not anymore, but years ago, you were out every fucking night at some new fucking neighborhood. I remember the first time I had to go to... West Covina from Hollywood. Oh my God, to the Safari Bar, the Safari Lounge right there. Jeff Garcia used to book it. Oh. That whole shit was far, dude. That shit was fucking Farther than the far, hop, bro. The hop wasn't that bad. I mean, a lot of these gigs, we, hey, listen, man, we cut our teeth on those fucking gigs. We learned how to be comedians at Casa Latina <laughs> with the fucking free bat. Buffet in the back <laughs> that you yeah. wouldn't eat, but you had to if you wanted to get coke. You needed every dime, so you fucking ate those chicken wings and shit. No matter what the fuck they tasted Some like, scandalous ass chicken wings. You had to, you had to. Those were the days where that was my coke money. The fucking Casa Latina, the Gotham, Wakayo. That's your coke money. Daily Planet. You had three other spots, but that was your coke money. You know, Mahoney's Restaurant. <laughs> I forgot about Mahoney's. And forget about it if you fucking had to put gas in the car. That was good. You put like $2 in just to barely fuck. Because you know you could borrow $2 at the comedy store. Two, three dollars of fucking gas, man. You think of all those gigs that, you know, El Paso. I learned how to become a comic in El Paso. I was down there. Bart Reed used to hire me every eight weeks for two weeks of the shop, man. Now I don't talk to the fucking guy. But. It's amazing, you know, Texas. I learned I learned how to become a comic in Texas. How many fucking weeks did we spend in Texas? From 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 fucking uh Corpus Christi to Houston to Dallas. You always used to leave little care packages in the in the condo there, huh? Absolutely. Don't even worry about it. There's fucking weed in the closet. Right there next to the the broom. Lift open the box and there you go. And if you lift the tip on box, there's a scale. Yeah. But tell me, John Wesley, he left a whole sack at the El Paso Comics condo. Yeah, because what are you going to do with that shit? You might as well leave it for the next guy. I remember somebody left me fucking weed and coke at the condo in the Miami Improv. 
they were leaving. They said, when you get there, when I got there, there was a note. <laughs> Joey, go to the closet and look down. <laughs> <laughs> look down, there was nothing there. So I picked up the carpet, and there it was, waiting for me. <laughs> They even left you a pipe and everything. A lighter, a pipe, a screen. Arm and hammer. Arm and hammer. Fucking. Those were the days. Now I don't do that shit no more. Now you travel and you're in bed by fucking 1230. Hell yeah, man. Like a little angel. Like a fucking angel. (laughs) Well, not really. I'm stoned on something. A cookie. I even stopped by the pot store today. I was running late. I had to go home. I had a suit on. What a fucking nightmare it is to have a suit on. You had a suit on again? <laughs> you don't like suits? A, I like suits, but when it's 90 degrees, it sucks. And when you got to go home and take it off and hang it up and throw the shirt in the hamper. And, you know, I fucking hate it. Remember the first time you made a mistake and you said, I'm like, oh, I might want to go on stage with a suit. I'll bring a suit with me on the road. <laughs> what a fucking nightmare that is. <laughs> Get I there forgot about those days. Steam it in the fucking room and the shirt. Fuck you. I don't want to look good on stage no more. I want to <laughs> feel comfortable. I want to wear jeans and a t-shirt. But in real life, I went out and bought a bunch of suits two years ago. And my wife is like, you got a white moment. You went out and bought all those suits. <laughs> you had a white, white moment. moment. You had a white moment. What happened to you? I bought all these suits. I wore them one time, and that was I don't want to wear them no more. Thank God for the Hollywood suit outlet, fool. <laughs> three suits, three shirts, and three ties for three hundred. Those are can't go wrong. Fuck no! If somebody burns a cigarette in your lapel, you just throw it away and you start all over again. No big fucking deal, because those suits are all purpose. You take those things to war. You don't go to dinner with Gotti with that suit on. <laughs> But you got to go stab a motherfucker. You got to look good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, class. You get blood on one of those polyester Armenian suits, that shit goes right in the tank. You don't <laughs> give a fuck. If you shoot somebody one of those polyester suits on, they're made so the gunpowder doesn't even stick into the fucking suit. So they just the DEA, they, they can test your fucking sleeve with everything they got. That luminal. residue ain't that nothing. That residue is fucking gone. Sticking. Fucking amazing how much we've... Uh, now I got a baby girl at the house. What a fucking nightmare that is, Felipe. Crazy. Did you ever think you're going to have a little baby girl at the crib? Like I tell my wife every day, he goes, how fucked up is it? The little kid lives at our house. <laughs> how fucked up is that? The little fucking kid at the house now. Can you believe that shit? Wow. And you don't know. You can't make plans. Like at 11 o'clock, I got home at like uh, 10 after 11, and I left the back gate open because my house is like a fucking fortress now. It's like the jail at the longest yard. You gotta have gates and buzzes, and you gotta put your fingerprint in to get past the gate. The kid, and I left the gate open to my bedroom, and she runs in. I have an office over there, you know, and she runs in and she sits on your lap. And you know what? She doesn't give a fuck if you have a meeting with Felipe. She doesn't give a fuck if you have an audition. She doesn't give a fuck if you have to piss, eat, or shit. She doesn't give a fuck if you're hungry. Once she sits on that lap. And you start putting on those YouTube videos. There ain't no coming back. It's like the fucking guy in the crow. There ain't no coming back. They don't understand that you have a meeting at 12. They don't even know what 12 is. All she knows is she came back here to see her fucking bubble guppies. That's the ultimate homie right there. That's, that's it. She doesn't care about nothing. She doesn't give a fuck about your plans, about your feelings. <laughs> as long as you got to watch it with her. So I had to watch it until about 1140 with her. And you guys called me. We were watching fucking uh, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. And I'm like, we got to get going. And she didn't like it. So I had to lie to her with food and a pacifier and fucking God knows what else. But that's my life now, gentlemen. 
and I, and I don't have nobody to watch the kid. I have it's me and my wife, you know. And the lady comes in Mondays and Wednesdays. That's it. She leaves at three, so it's just us. But she she likes the lady, you know, Spanish lady. She loves it. But when I'm home, I can't get away from her. My mother-in-law put a curse on me. She's like, that little girl's gonna follow you everywhere. It's true. She follows me fucking everywhere, bro. Everywhere. I can't smoke pot in the house no more. I had to stop smoking pot. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Yeah, I don't smoke pot no more. I eat a cookie or I smoke a vapor real quick or I take two hits of a vape. I don't smoke. I don't have time. I don't have time to smoke pot. I can't leave the house. Can't smoke in the fucking house because she walks into every room now, you know? So it's amazing how much your life has changed, you know? How old is she now? 17 months old. Damn. Which means 17 months? She don't give a fuck. You know, in the mornings, I got to get her out of the house. I try to get her out of the house because I want her to get programmed. That it's a beautiful day to be alive. You got to get the fuck out of the house. You know, nothing happens at the house. So I get out of the house, like, by 8.30 every morning. You know, I take her to a park, let her run around. She don't fucking come home until she's black. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. She falls out there. My wife's like, she's a little girl. I don't give a fuck. She's got to toughen up. You know, I got to toughen her up and shit. <laughs> They have the ABCs. You have to read the ABCs in them. A is for apple. Apple. B is for ball. 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 Fuck that. I throw my own words. A is for arson. Arson. Delicious burning. B is for battery. Battery. C is for conspiracy. Conspiracy. With two people. D is for domestic. Domestic violence. I don't give a fuck. I teach you all the words That's that tight. are important. It's very tough. It's uh, very, you know, all you hear Americans about their kids getting bullied or kids are shooting motherfuckers, but nobody's spending time with their kid no more like they used to. You go to these fucking parks. I go to these parks up here where I live, and all you see is Mexican nannies with white kids. What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck, bro? My mother never sent somebody to park with me. My mother took me to the fucking park. Then you wonder why your white fucking kid is shooting fucking people. I don't have time. I have a career. I have a career. Well, fuck your fucking career. You have a son. And, you know, right now, I'm, 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 I hate using that word. Black people use that word. Yeah, I'm blessed. <laughs> fuck out of here. I'm blessed. Yeah, I'm blessed. But, you know, meanwhile, you're jumping up and down with Chris Brown, throwing up gang signals. But you fuck, everybody's blessed. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking blessed. I'm blessed. I'm not blessed. I made my own fucking strategies. And right now it's great because blessed. We, we I've work. had a lot of people bless themselves yeah. with my stuff. Yeah, <laughs> blessed. Get the yeah, fuck I just out came out of here. victory outreach. Yeah, because I'm blessed. Yeah, all right. And you act like you're blessed, right? The fuck out. Yeah, of I want you put out there people like who really work really hard to get with a rat. What happened, man? I blessed. No, motherfucker. You work hard for everything you got. You you deserve it. Work hard, dog. Work hard. <laughs> I don't know nothing about nothing. You know, <laughs> these motherfuckers come out to L.A. and they want. A sitcom. A sitcom, but then they're, they're, you talk to them, man. What'd you do today? I went to Disneyland with my friends. Really? That's going to get your fucking sitcom. You know, everybody cries. Everybody wants to fucking go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Nobody wants to, to get there. To get there, you know? So, one thing I look at Felipe, I look at Silent Bob, we fucking worked, bro. We were out <laughs> I was out, man. You know, I paid my fucking dues in this shit fucking town. And they still won't talk to us. We still got to make 300000 to sign with Abrams. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a real fucking, it's a real nightmare what they're doing. But it's also a great time to be a comedian. Because if you got balls and hustle, they can't stop you now. You got a thing called the internet. 
And you can put books in the internet. You don't need people to help you. You can put your own specials on the internet. You don't need people to help you. Yeah, but I don't know. You, all you need to get, get your fucking wife, focus the camera, put it in the back of the bar and talk for an hour and put it up on YouTube. That's it. That's your fucking Comedy Central special. There's more people on fucking the computer between 9 and 5 on a daily basis than what there are on TV at night because they're at work and they get paid by the hour. When you're a marketer and they tell you to call people, when they tell you to call them, when they're home, no, because when they're at work because they'll take the chance and talk to you. They're getting paid $12 an hour. They don't give a fuck. They'll talk to you. What do you want to talk about? I have a stock option. Break it down. Call a motherfucker at 6 o'clock at night when Diane Sawyer comes on. They don't want to talk to you. They're on their time. But when they're on your time, so that's your comedy. That's your half hours. You don't need Comedy Central no more. Put it out there and market it. Put it out there and get on Twitter every day and say, I'm out here. If I was a plumber today, if I was a carpenter, I'd be on Twitter. If I was a brick mason, I'd be on Twitter because my business would improve 30%. It's just a fucking no-brainer. Eventually, I'm going to say, who am I? Oh, my God, I have a chip on my sidewalk. Who can I call? That crazy bricklayer that puts on that <laughs> stick a brick up your ass. It's a beauty, you know? <laughs> that, that one it's tweet true. that one day about that guy, he yeah. does that. He does that. that Hell that's yeah. what fucking people do. So... You don't need shit no more. You can just build it yourself. This is like what... Didn't he do that and feel, feel the dreams? He built the fucking if field. If you build it, they will come. Start showing up, man. You know, you talk to Mexican people. You tell them, hey, that taco stand, how is it? It sucks. Somebody's eating there. They're still open. Yeah. Somebody's eating there. They're still open. There's 200 fucking thousand taco stands in L.A. But Mexicans will sit there and go, that one sucks. Don't Just go Just because they don't make the beans like my yeah, mom like does. Yeah, like my mom does. You know what? Your That's mom's beans suck. Your mom's beans suck. That place <laughs> has been open for 20 fucking years. Shut the fuck up eating taco and enjoy a Diet Coke. I don't like it because they don't, have, they don't sell horchata there. I love King Taco. People say King Taco sucks. I love King Taco. When you're driving home on the 10 or the 5 stone that night and you see that sign and you almost kill a fuck, you act like an Asian, you cut off half the 5 <laughs> to get to that fucking taco. Those little chicharron tacos they got there, whatever the fuck those are. Uh, Al Pastor? Oh, they got some shit in there that'll put you in a different fucking planet. But it, people tell me that King Taco sucks. No, King Taco's good. But you want to know what really King Taco's badass for? Is that red salsa. It's hot as fuck, but it's so fucking tasty. Watch out, there's fucking Gentiles in here. <laughs> got a little excited. Yeah, a little but uh, yeah, excited. that salsa there, forget about I it, dog. It. Dab it up with your little taco, it'll be, it's <laughs> over. So what's happening? Just right here, man. We re I just pre pressed record. I forgot to press record earlier. No, you didn't. <laughs> it did. No, you didn't. Now nah, we're, we're still we're recording. <laughs> you big fucking dummy. I'm still new at this, dog. Every every time we have a show, it somebody says so. I couldn't hear the show. Everyone else heard it. <laughs> yeah, no, we gotta play it out People always say that too, man. Oh, it's too low. It's too, it's low. too low. Shut the fuck up. You bitch. know what? Let me tell you, man. You're, Listen, if, if you have a Mac, the speakers are low. Get some, Get some headphones. Damn headphones. They're fucking around. Just get to listen to the podcast in his car. People always <laughs> complain about something. Always. People always going to complain. Oh, I put the podcast up on iTunes. Can't you put it up on Amazon? I put it up on Amazon. Can't you put it on on YouTube? I put it up on YouTube. Can't you put it on on Facebook? I put it up on Can't you put it up on Facebook? We had a live show. Can you do a live show in my show, my time? Yeah, yeah, my time. Get that. Like, what the fuck, guy? What the, what the fuck you think this is? That we just got nothing better to do? I heard just, your podcast. I'll be a, I'll be a, I'll be a wonderful guest, Joey. Put me on. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's I love how these people that fucking call you up. Hey, I'm going to be a guest on your show. Really? Well, fucking go do jumping jacks. What are you bothering me for? Guest on the fucking Sorry, man. We have the, we have the brick tweeter here on the I show. I don't even fucking know you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fucking cocksuckers. <laughs>
So you, you've been doing it yourself for how long now? Because I remember when I, you and I would talk, oh, man, I got to be an agent. And two weeks later, I fired him. Fuck yeah. You got, you listen, man, nobody's going to do the same job you're going to do. And I got pissed off for so fucking long. I just got pissed off for so long, you know. Hey, something comes out, submit me. Yeah, I did. I submitted you. Then how the fuck ain't they call? I don't know. Then you pick up the phone and you call and they fucking get you in there, you know. Listen, man, nobody's going to do the job that you're going to do. And when you go to for coffee or for dinner, what do you hear actors always saying? I got to get a new agent. They ain't working. Well, then do it yourself. Do it yourself. You know, do all the work for him. Let him just close the fucking deal so it's done properly, you know. I believe in doing the job yourself sometimes. If you're going to sit there and complain about somebody else, then that's what you get. Fuck it. If you think you could do the job better, I know a fucking great manager. You know, his name is Joey Diaz. Because I don't give a fuck. I'll call you. I don't give a fuck. If you're looking for somebody, I'll call you and say, hey, this is Joey Diaz. Well, you're not supposed to call here. Your agent's supposed to call. Does it make a fucking difference? You're booking the job, ain't you? We're closing the fucking deal right now. <laughs> what the fuck? These people always complain about everything. You have to do it yourself. Yeah, they go through five people to get to you. Yeah. I have a good agent now that sends me out for auditions, you know. He's not the best, but I'm not going to get the best because... And even though, who knows? Who knows what the best are anymore? You know? Who knows? These people cast shows now before they even fucking put on breakdowns. There's no more breakdowns. There's nothing. We sit here and we go through this shit and we see comics who don't do shit. They get a fucking show. I had a very good interview yesterday. I had an interview on the way here. I had to meet somebody here yesterday. And I had an interview with Artie Lang. Artie Lang? On uh, the Jason Ellis show. And he, he made some great points. He goes, listen, man. He goes, they don't put anybody on TV that's hilariously funny. They give you mediocre comics, and, and that's what you get. That's what, you know, that's what you get. And people always say, well, how come Felipe doesn't have a show? Well, this guy doesn't have a show. Because they don't even talk to us about that shit. They talk to everybody else about that shit. You know, I'm Zion Zari was doing comedy, what, three years? Yeah. And he's the best thing since fucking sliced bread. That's just the way life is. We've been doing comedy for 20 years. We have more life experience. They just gave Amzi Amzari a million dollars for a book. What's he going to tell you about? Eating a donkey in India? <laughs> What's he going to fucking tell you about? What the fuck's he going to tell you about? He's 20-something fucking years old. About hanging out with Kanye West or going to fucking Pete Daddy's parties. But that's, I guess that's the thing. You know, anything but being funny. That's it. We, you know, Doug Stanhope said it best. We're, we're living in a land of mediocrity, and then we figure out what the fuck happens. You know, look what happened last week. That this Chael Sonnen guy from the UFC, he tests positive twice. For so here's a guy that lost most of his fights, and people thought he was God's gift. Like people got lied to. Like fuck Anderson Silva. You know, go American. The guy got submitted by Anderson. Submitted by this guy. Beat up by this guy. He beat Shogun Rua. Now they're saying he was on steroids the whole time. You know, but America loved him. Oh, my God. He, you know, Chael is great because he insulted Brazil. And, you know, but guess what? He was missing the number one thing. Character. Character. Because he couldn't stop cheating. So he failed two fucking drug tests in the same fucking month. One had one week he failed, and he tried to turn the system. Well, I was trying to have a family, and I'm trying to get drugs to fucking get the sperm going. And America felt bad for him. Like, oh, my God, this guy wants to build it. And I'm sitting there going, what the fuck is wrong with America? 
But here's where it fucked up, because Dana White says he's a street guy. Chael Sonnen rolled over on somebody in a real estate deal. He claimed state's evidence. He was like a relocated witness. He didn't get relocated, though, because the guys are real estate guys. They got to beat him up. So he fucking rolled, though. My, when I was a kid, I always heard if somebody rolled, that was the end of it. You do what Paulie did in Goodfellas. I got to turn my back now. It's all over. I, I'm not even going to give you $3,200. I ain't going to give you three grand. I'm just going to turn my back. Dana White went with somebody who's a rat. When you're a rat, you got no fucking morals at the end of the day. You don't give a fuck about nobody. You're a fucking rat. On either side. So you just skim through life. The rat is going to come out. That's why I always say, why let your character ruin your destiny? Why let your character ruin your fucking destiny, man? One thing about me, that I made mistakes, but I paid my debts to society. I paid my child support. So did you, we paid our fucking... I paid my child support. Fuck yeah, they took it from us. <laughs> they took it from us. You know, uh... She was the last I, I baby did, mama standing. I did my time, you know. People came to me when I was going to go to jail and said, Bro, my father's got a fucking rental car place in Honduras. My uncle's got a business in Germany. You could live there for life and not get caught. I decided to do my time. I paid my debt to fucking society. I fucked up, you know. And it's amazing how you try to do all the good things and people don't talk to you. Hey, you got then caught, you, got you a, stood up. But then you got a guy like Chael Sonnen, who every time he got caught, he chucked and jive. You know? It, people was even saying, like, what does he have on Dana White? Does he have naked pictures of Dana White and shit? And look at it. People eventually he shit in shit. Because no character will always ruin your destiny, brother. Something when you up. have no character, it will always ruin your destiny. You don't need money. It won't catch up. There's so many things in life you do not need. But if you don't have character... You, you, your life will be shit every ninety days. Every ninety days. That's what happened to him. TV show, fighter. He was getting paid from everywhere, but he didn't get the most important thing covered in his life: character. That's the most important fucking thing, bro. So you live and you learn every day. And the same thing happens in our business. You know these comics are half-assed. Listen, the reason why I decided to do it by myself is one reason, Felipe. I see all these fucking comedians with their little faggy fucking jokes. Guess what? We're all fucking funny. We're all fucking funny. We have to give them the rest of us. And that's what I did with the podcast. That's what I did with the videos. I gave these motherfuckers the rest of me. And I know at that division, these motherfuckers can't hang with me. All these little white guys that you guys go watch and jump up and down, they can't run with me. They won't even talk to us when they see us, most Never. of those fucking guys. They can't even look us in the face, half those people. They can't take reality, They can't dog. take reality. They can't I see take comics that, that you Americans love and that you giggle at. And, oh, my God, he's so... And now I hear stories on the road about them that they're fucking horrible fucking people. And the guys I know with character, nobody talks to these guys. Because we have such bad fucking judgment anymore. We have bad judgment as Americans. You know, we have bad judgment. Where's the kid from Napoleon Dynamite? I don't know. Where's that fucking dummy? He went to cartoons yeah. and disappeared. Yeah, he disappeared. He was never funny, but he made one movie and they gave him everything. Yeah. They gave him ten episodes on Comedy Central. They canceled it before it started. This guy here has done every comedy thing there is. Comedy Central won't even talk to this motherfucker. Forget about me. Let's forget about me. This guy won last comic standing. That's as American as can fucking be. That's as mainstream as can be. Hell yeah. Which supposedly is dying this year, the show. What? The ratings are horrible. 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 Horrible this year. Because look at the comics. They got stilts. They got holograms. <laughs> they got holograms for comedians. 
That's what they got. They got fucking holograms for comedians. Ain't no lie. And holograms for judges, except for Roseanne and and Russell Peters. They got holograms for judges. Holograms. What the fuck is Wayans doing there? He ain't no stand-up comic. He's a comic writer. That's a big fucking difference, my friend. He wrote sketches. You ever see Keenan do comedy? You want to put a bullet in your fucking skull. That's <laughs> why he doesn't go out no the fucking more. pillow. And, you know, you, you he's, like a, he's more like an like executive producer, right? Yeah. He mm-hmm. puts shows together. Yeah. You talk to you know guys like me and Philippe, and at times we seem a little angry. We're not angry. We're just stating a fucking case about what's going on around us. Guys like me and Felipe, we just work hard to attain the fucking thing. You, you can do what the fuck you want. You get all the Comedy Central specials you want. Eventually, you're going to fucking die. Look at the guy that came in second to you that year that was talking shit about you, that little pussy. Oh, you that know, fag straight he, said that he, he wanted a recount. Yeah, he, he wanted a recount. He thought he was Jed Bush. He was, um, he he was Bob and Tom Lovechild. Yeah, yeah, Bob and Tom <laughs> Lovechild. Been on Letterman nine times, and then he couldn't sell out Zanies. Not even a fucking ticket could he give away. So what good is all that shit? But when they get to know who the fuck you are and what you do and how you tick, which is what I did. I said, once I get them ticking, once I let these motherfuckers who I know, what I know, and what's in my heart and what's in my mind, I'm going to get them. Just like Fidel did. Hearts and souls, motherfucker. That's how you conquer Hearts people. and souls. Just like Fidel did. One fucking momo at a time. One person who says, you know what? I ain't going to look at that chick no more. You know how many people called me from Jersey? And I'm not saying nothing bad about it. But you know how many people called me from Jersey after they went to see Chelsea Handler? And said, that was the worst thing I ever seen for $65. Chelsea's good at talking about fucking people on TV five minutes. Right. Doing 45 minutes, that's an art. That's an art that you have to work at. That's yeah. an art that you have to... You know when I became a headliner? Two years ago. And I've been doing comedy for 20 years. There's a difference between doing 45 minutes and being a headliner. There's a huge difference. And you'll see it. You'll see people who, oh, yeah, I do 45 now. I'm headlining. That's great. I just wrote a new 45. Yeah, I just wrote a new yeah, 45. Yeah, man. New 45. But it's not. that's not a headliner. You, when you see a headliner, you go, oh, shit. Oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah, you feel that oh, shit. Oh, shit. The thunder, man. Oh, shit. The doors open by themselves. You know, and, and, but they don't know that. These people don't know that. You know, you're so honest about what you just said about I didn't be, I didn't feel like a like a headline until two years ago. Can I remember like ten years ago when we would talk, you would tell me, let me tell you, Felipe. I ain't like these guys. I'll give you the best thirty fucking minutes. <laughs> and I'm gonna get the fuck out of there. Get the fuck out of there. That's it. I'm the other fifteen will be bullshit. Looking for coke. Looking for coke. That's it. I'll give you Put in my finger. But I just became a headliner two years ago. Just became a headliner. You know, half of these guys are walking around thinking they're headliners. How much balls did it take me to say that statement? Because nobody ever say that statement. Oh, hell yeah. I didn't know. I knew it on stage. I could tell the difference one day on stage. Oh, shit. This is clicking now. I'm doing callbacks. I'm connecting shit. I'm getting up in the morning. I give a fuck about that. You know when you become a headliner. You're like, now nah, they got to look out. I'm like fucking what my man said in, in Apocalypse Now. You know, while you're fucking... While you're lying in some bush, getting weaker, Charlie's out there getting fucking stronger. You know what I'm saying? That's, That's what's me. up. I'm That's fucking Charlie. Up. You could say whatever the fuck. You don't have to invite me to none of your roasts. You don't have to give me a half hour. I don't want none of that shit. Why well, be like the rest of those fucking steps? But Charlie's getting stronger every fucking day. Because every day I get off the blow, every time I do a fucking jujitsu move, every time I do a jumping jack, every time I write a stupid joke, 
Every time I hug my wife, every time I wake up early, I'm getting fucking stronger. That all goes to the same cause. It's your confidence and your strength on stage. So I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. As a matter of fact, I might do a 20-minute special this year. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> a 20-minute special on YouTube. $5. $5. With 40 minutes of just me talking shit. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. That's funny, man. Like, people tweet stuff. Like, I remember I saw a tweet that said, Crackheads winning comedy contents about me. And, I, and I'm thinking to myself... <laughs> That should be your motivation, man. Because if you're, you're sober, you know, some more stuff should happen to you. Don't <laughs> let crackheads beat you. <laughs> crackhead. I smoked crack for six weeks. Big fucking Straight. Straight. <laughs> it was like a, I, was in tra- I was in training for like a crack contest. <laughs> One night I couldn't find the Martel Cartel. <laughs> and, the, and right on Orange, right on Orange in Selma. Oh. I used to sell crack. And I just I saw three Puerto Ricans, whatever they are, black out there. I made eye contact. The guy walked over. I asked him what he had. He said, rock, nigga. I said, how much you want for the rock, nigga? He goes, 20. I gave him a 20. And I went home. I thought it was coke. I tried to snort. I'm like, shit ain't cracking. Oh, you're going to waste that. shit fell out a hole out of my nose. I'm like, this ain't coke, motherfuckers. And I told him, they go, no, stupid, that's crack. So I went the next night and bought some more crack and bought a coke can and went home and so six weeks I smoked crack. My wife would say, what the fuck is that smell? Marshmallows. And she knew that poor girl. She fucking knew that wasn't right. <laughs> you know where I quit crack in El Paso? Out of all the places to quit crack. Because crack, I mean, El Paso's made of crack. <laughs> the buildings even made of crack. The problem with me was that I couldn't find crack. So I went back to snorting coke and I never did crack again. So I beat crack by snorting coke. <laughs> Who's better than me? I should open up my new my new fucking rehab. Pack. So you, you never did crack in New York? None of that? Wow. No crack in L.A. It's crazy. Six fucking weeks. Without, so you just use cans, no pipe? No, I wouldn't have a pipe at the house because once you buy a pipe, you're making a commitment. <laughs> I know, man. You, you, I, I, I remember one time I had a pipe and I tried to hide that motherfucker. I used to hide it on... Outside, I think somebody found it. Hell yeah, they'll find that dink. Another crackhead. And they'll burn that fucking thing to the end. They'll burn the sides so they don't get the AIDS you're carrying and the hepatitis B. And they'll fucking melt that pipe down to a fucking, like Jimmy Hoffa. They'll They'll repipe that that pipe. Look at this chick walking across the street with those black pants. You know what, her ass is on fire right now. That polyester's making that monkey breathe. Look at you, you filthy fucking animal, you. Going to Pilates. She's going somewhere. She's going to go make that monkey fucking sweat. Joey Diaz in the house. What's going on? What's up, it's a fool? beautiful day to be alive. I don't even know how. Where'd she go? She went to the alley to do her oh, job. She yeah. went to the fucking alley. I was waiting for her to come over here and look at that fucking ass. But yeah, she's creeping through the alley. Obviously, she ain't going to make it happen for Uncle Joey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, you dude. Know I remember... When I first met you, it was with Felipe at that uh, Gilbert Escovel's room at the, um, over there, was it Wilmington or some shit? Where they VFW. Had that, yeah, VFW the VFW with tacos. that burritos. Those dad, damn, those are bomb-ass burritos, dog. Those are the best tacos, the best taco tacos. trucks ever. It's on, but by the VFW on there. Pacific Coast Highway and First Street, I think. Yeah, he's still there, the taco yeah. truck. In Wilmington. 50 cents they used to be. This was way before this dumb explosion of taco food, the, the trucks and shit. This was fucking 1999. Yeah. 
98, 2000. Some tacos were so good. Those fucking tacos. I remember I took Dante one time, my drug dealer, and he ate fucking 20 tacos at 50 cents a piece, bro. When tacos are bomb, you can eat 20 tacos. No, they're fucking delicious. Easy. And you, and you can buy a bootleg movie right outside. <laughs> Easy. Oh, and a fucking lawnmower. <laughs> Those taco trucks, they sell everything. Don't get confused. They got lawnmower, shotguns, sewing machines. They don't give a fuck. It's like the Mexican ice cream man that comes by my house. That motherfucker winks at you. He's got a surplus of shit in the back. <laughs> Shovels, other Mexicans for rent. He don't give a fuck. Illegal fireworks. Illegal fireworks. Legal fireworks. Very interesting, the life we're living right now. I never wanted to work days, though. Since I was a kid, I always knew, I don't know if I'm going to ever have a job in the daytime. <laughs> if I'm going to do anything, I'm going to work nights and shit. Philly in the house, I see you. What's up? Just here saying hello to beautiful people. We should do the podcast every week, Felipe. Live from Marie E.T. in Studio City, right from the fucking balcony. Oh, sure, Dom. This is a nice little spot. This it is a nice little spot. Shot. There's no fucking Starbucks here. There's nothing. These are just... People who don't a lot of out of work actors here. A lot of out of work everything, brother. There ain't no fucking work no more. I don't believe Jay Schachter left. When did he call you? He called me. Um, he he called Lisa and he said that he, actually he didn't call me. My agent said that um, Jay Schachter left to and didn't tell me where, and then he went to a. I heard Abrams. No, what are you gonna do? He's always looking for something. Looking for that better thing. He could kick back with his guitar. So what's up for Felipe next? Talk to me. Doing another special with Montoya. What are you doing? Um, hell no. I'm doing. A, I'm gonna do my own one-hour special. I don't know where. I'm hoping that I could do it in um, the Harris Rincon in um, that place where you were at by Palm Springs. You like that one? Yeah, I like that place. Okay, Harris. It's big. Harris Rincon. That's a little theater in the casino. They have yeah. a separate one. The big theater. Okay. Yeah, and um, I have my commercial. Un buen fit para ti. But somebody said they just saw it on Spanish. TV. Yeah, it's only Spanish. It's not in English yet. It, 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 it did air in English last Thursday on yeah. Last Comic Standing. It did. Yeah. Really? That's what we seen it during Last Comic. During Last Comic Standing. Oh, they must have fucking hated that. A lot of people wanted to shoot themselves. That afterwards. was like the Carlos Mencia Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> Well, more comics got pissed off about that commercial. That That's what I was thinking about. As soon as I saw that commercial, I remember going, oh, fuck. Carlos just signed his death certificate. <laughs> might as well put on Ice Cube. It's all over. It's all over. Because comics see that shit, and they put the Maluka on you. That's when they start hating you. That's when they start hating you and shit. But uh, fuck them. I know they start... Fuck them. I feel like some people, they want you to have just enough success so they could tweet my boy without you getting mad. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's somebody's boy, huh? My boy, my boy. He's my... Get out of here, dog. Yeah, my, my drug dealer just got to Nysho. <laughs> <laughs> what is Jay Leno doing right now? He's at home counting 20s. He looks at his Bank of America account every 15 minutes to make sure a penny ain't I know. Jay Leno probably thinking right now, you know what? I'm going to start spending my Tonight Show money. <laughs> yeah. Like he's living on Pepper D money right now. Yeah. Like they probably used to give him 75 a day to drive to the fucking place or something. He's, he put that he put that fucking 375 away. He's dipping that shit every month. He was probably getting fucking 1500 a month just in per diem. Driving to the fucking gig problem. Yeah. That's amazing. That's fucking amazing. He ain't got as much money as Donald Sterling, though. That bitch has got $2 billion 
for saying black people in a sentence. How fucking bent is he? How Two billion. He? And he's going to, you see what he's doing right now? He's, he's doing, fighting it, right? No, he's doing a tour of churches. He's doing a tour. He was here in L.A. He was here in L.A. Of, yeah, yeah. Don Sterling doing a, know he was a tour a, of churches? A national tour? He goes to black churches and he gives them a fucking envelope. As they're walking up the stairs, they're like, get out of here, honky. He's like, I'm showing up like the three wise men, only one of me, but I got more gifts than the three wise men, bitch. He opens up that jacket, it's just a stack of envelopes, nothing but Ben Franklin's. In fact, he got so much money, he put a, he put a picture of Frederick Douglass on the $100 bill. That's how much money that got. What do you mean I don't like black people? I put a picture of Frederick Douglass on this shit. Freedom. Everybody got fucking envelopes. Did you see when he went? They said, we have a special guest in the church today. And he got up, everybody started clapping like he was blacker than black, dog. You'd think he was Martin Luther King. And they started clapping so heavy. Wow. You know, he before gave, that, he gave them the envelopes. He gave up envelopes. Oh. When he walked in, he gives everybody 500 the church 10000 I love black people. You know what? You do. As a matter of fact, come here for a second. We don't like black people coming here either. <laughs> After he gives the memos, even the black people say to him, you know what? We don't like black people either. They don't give us money like you do, Donald. We don't give us money like you do, Pedro. You know what I'm saying? You show up with gifts and shit. Like the three wise men. Isn't that how crazy that shit unfolded? Some little chick from Boyle Heights, dude, comes to the fucking brings and he the world went to Boyle Heights, to the fucking stall, dude. Yeah, and he went to that school. He went. To- that used to be a Jewish enclave back in the day. Yeah, school. Oh no, Boyle Heights. He went to um, Roosevelt High School. Roosevelt. It was Donald Sterling, Felipe his wife, there. his mistress, and me. We went to the same high school. His mistress went. Yeah, to- yeah. We used to be on those. That worthless piece. Of yeah, she went to Roosevelt. She She's a rough rider, bro. <laughs> no shit. Yes, it's a oh, rough yeah. rider thing. So Donald Sterling is from right here. In the yeah, yeah Boyle Heights. Angeles. He went to Southwestern Law School right there, right here in LA. He's a Jewish guy who grew up in Boyle Heights. Bought the Clippers when they're in San Diego for twelve point five and just sold them for two billion. Two billion big motherfuckers. And he yeah, moved. Dog. He's an yeah. L.A. boy. Parents are Im- immigrants. I think Polish immigrants, Jewish immigrants. And he sues everybody. Oh, he don't give a fuck. He's ruthless. What people don't know is the power that man has is out of just a dial of the phone, a little red button. That fool has pull. Real pull. All those beautiful, big-ass buildings in, Don- in L.A. Look at L.A. Times. Every time you open it up, Sterling Properties, Sterling Properties, Sterling Properties. Is it still Sterling Properties? Fucking 37 B.C., Sterling Properties. Why do you think L.A. Times never really fucked with them? Those envelopes. He was giving them envelopes. He was buying a whole page. Yeah, he ain't fucking around. That's a real gangster right there. Yeah, I know he just got caught slipping a little bit, you know, with that Alzheimer's and shit. It's like the same that gout. <laughs> you know who said that? Who said it first? Pussy will always bring you down. <laughs> Listen, bro. When, that, when you're 81 and some chick is sucking your asshole, I hate black people, Mexicans, Armenians. <laughs> I hate everybody. Keep My sucking friend. that. Keep licking that fucking muffler. And that's what's happening. I hate Jesus. I hate the Jews. <laughs> I hate everybody. And it's just keep licking. Breaking off fucking. Where is she now? She's not dating them no more. Oh, hell no. I follow her on Instagram. Um, she's um, <laughs> she's posted photos. Of what? Of things and quotes of Maya Angelou. Oh, my God. <laughs> she posts quotes of Maya Angelou without Maya Angelou's photo. Just her photo. Oh, what a That chick is the snatch. biggest fucking stiff. Oh, hell but yeah. there's a million of those girls now. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's they no suck secret. an old cock and they think that they're fucking God's gift. And meanwhile, they got that fucking... They got that fucking... Uh, ulterior motive. Ulterior breath. Because <laughs> I'm 51 and my dick is fucked up. I can't imagine looking at a dick oh, that's 81. 
having that young girl suck that 81 year old helmet that's been beat up. It's fucking disgusting. Got a chip in it, a and bite. Somebody paid attention to it because the real crime wasn't him saying black people. The real crime was her taping it. That was the real crime that people aren't seeing. That's, yeah, that's a, a public disclosure of private facts. That's every invasion of privacy, dog. It's a, you know we don't have in your own home though. in your own home while you're getting your balls licked. Because I bet what they find him the first time two point five million. Yeah, I bet that he was pissed. He's like, man, I didn't even talk about Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> I should go down there and give him another 2.5 and throw everybody under the bus. Mexicans, Armenians, and shit. Lindell stinks. Yeah, she, she didn't even let him get to the Mexican part. She turned that tape recorder off. A bit of green light on that bitch. He's like, fuck it, I got it. I got it already. But it's so funny how she got interviewed. Hey, bro, people in this country become celebrities because of nothing, you know? And... Uh, I don't even like that word, celebrity. I hate when people go, oh, well, you're a celebrity. No, I'm not, bro. I'm a dirty fucking comic, plain and simple. I got felonies. I did time. I'm not a celebrity by no fucking means, you know? I'm just a guy that cracked fucking jokes and got lucky and got in fucking movies by mistake. Not because I'm better than anybody, but because I went down there and put the fucking work in and gave him a tape or something fucking stupid, you know? Hell yeah. It's amazing what people think, and, and you feel like telling them, you know? Anybody could do this shit. Anybody could do this shit. You just gotta have to desire. You just gotta have. To, is that my wife already? Jesus fucking Christ! No, my wife is staying at work today. Fuck that bitch. Until <laughs> four. I don't Terry wanna, Potter. I don't want Terry Potter around until like four fucking o'clock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but everything's good, Felipe. I'm happy you finally put this podcast together and got people to see what's really in your fucking head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, been pretty, it's been pretty fun, man. We had a couple of fun guests. You're one of them. Hell yeah. I like the part you said about how everybody has their 30-minute specials. They got their Letterman's. They got their Bob and Tom's. But you said something very important, you know, when you were doing your YouTube videos and your podcast. Yeah, but they haven't seen this side of me. And that's the one side of you that they can't beat. They can't hack. They can't match. They can't copy. And that's the part that everybody loves, the part that's real. Remember when you were starting like with the little man by the dumpster video? Yeah. Man by the, the dumpster. The word of today is cafe. You cafe, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cafe. Seems <laughs> like these Spanish people all happy dancing and shit. That's right. <laughs> it's amazing that people, listen, man, uh, I'm not saying this to put anybody down. It's amazing that I'm trying to give you a pretty decent example right now without nobody getting hurt. It's really hard to believe. That without a TV show, let's just say with no Duncan Trussell, let's just say Duncan Trussell, because of his podcast and his internet work, he sells more tickets than Billy Gardell, who's on a national TV show. I love Billy Gardell. I'm not putting Billy Gardell down, but that's what ha- what's happened to the audience also. The days of just going on TV and selling our rooms are done now. I can't imagine a combination of being on TV and having your own podcast. Like no. Mark Maron. That's why he's doing theaters. Because the combination is deadly. Because they see you on a TV show, then they hear what you're really thinking in your heart. You know, this has changed. If you do seven years on Seinfeld now, you don't, except for the Veep, that chick who they keep giving shit to. Dreyfus. 
everybody else went away. You know, well, the one guy said black stuff. Jamie sold the tape from under him. You know, Jamie, <laughs> the first Sterling. <laughs> Jamie, yeah, Jamie was the. Jamie called him himself. There's a guy in my club saying fucking black. You're right about that because Jerry's doing what? Comedian with coffee? Yeah. On crackle. Jamie put that tape up. Jamie yeah. was the one that called because if you you have a tape at the Laugh Factory. No, remember I remember sound. we talked on the phone yeah. the day of. Remember Paul Rodriguez went there with his uh, hair out messed yeah, up. Yeah. So look at these, <laughs> look at these beauties right here. Look at the, look at that fucking beauty. They're gonna go cut coupons right now. In the twilight of my life. Yeah, they're gonna go cut coupons out of a fucking magazine so they can save sixty cents on coffee. They're gonna Fuck spend that. two hours together w- w- reading Pottery Barn. But it's amazing that people don't want to see you on TV no more doing somebody else's lines. You know? They wanna hear what's in your heart, what's in your what's in your soul, what you really think, you know? The days of bandwagging are done. You know, you ever go to Texas and do comedy? Yeah. Every comic comes out. Before we even start, how about a round of applause for the troops? What the fuck are you talking about? I hate about? when people oh do that. Oh, my, oh my God. God. I, I, just, I just came from out. doing a show for the troops. Bro, you got paid for that show. You didn't do it for free. But it's amazing who Billy, who's been around for years, a very funny comedian. been doing stand-up since he was 17. Since he was 17. Funny comic. He used to open up for Daryl Hannah. Who, uh, Billy Gardell. Billy Gardell. That's his homie. Billy Gardell has shot, I don't know how many fucking TV shows in this town. And a couple months ago, somebody was telling me that they had him at the club and he didn't sell no tickets. It's not a knock against Billy. Right. It's what a I'm, knock against flappers. What I'm saying, well. <laughs> 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 what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that. Uh, that just goes to show you that times have changed. People even want more. They want too much. People want more. No, they're, they're addicted. Listen, man. It's like Netflix. They go through stuff so fast. They go, what is the next one? Listen, man. It's like, I'm not a fan of Floyd Mayweather's. You know? But I watch every one of those 24-7s. Yeah, me too. He's hilarious. Okay? He's, it's, it's, you know, it's, that's what people want to see. People really want to see scenes. Felipe. If I'm at home saying, I love black people. I love Arabs. I love hummus. You ain't shit. You're just a fucking love machine. <laughs> and I won't work for nobody but you. Oh, just a love yeah. machine. No, but what I'm saying is there's people that are out there that are just regurgitating tit. There's a chick that's a friend of my wife's. And one day we were having a conversation. And she told my wife right in front of me that, uh, that, uh, you know, I don't know how you and Joey go swimming because we have a date night and we do different stupid shit. We have a baby that comes till 10 one night a month. Gotta keep She's it like, I, get, I get physically ill when I'm away from my child. And, and my wife called her this weekend to see if she wanted to go to Blockbuster. She's like, no, I'm going to Vegas with my husband for three days. She's like, you're taking the baby? No, my mother. Why do people talk? There's people, 80% of people... Oh, that's, that number's a little too high. I say 60% of people, 70% L.A., there's people that just talk. Hell yeah. They just talk. They Running regurgitate everything they hear. That's all they do. They don't like gluten-free. They don't like this. They save the whales. You know, they're vegetarians, but they fucking feed their cat regular food. Yeah. You know, just... What about oh, the cat, bitch? What about the cat? What about the cat, bitch? Yeah. They're vegan, because but they're the wearing them Air Force the Ones. can't be a vegan because he'd go blind. So there's just so many fucking things that... 
people just talk about. You know, they just hear it and they say, if I say that, I'll be cool. You take it to memory, they don't process you ever, shit. You ever say to people, hey, I'm going to go work out. Really? What type of workout do you do? Um, I lift weights and I do the treadmill. Oh, no. You should get one of those bikes that you go down sunset and you pedal this way with your back up like a fucking jerk off. Why can't you just get a bicycle? No, you got to get one of those things to be different, to be cooler. So when you go to your parties with those fake people you hang out with, you have uh, something to talk about. You have about. something to talk about. Oh, no. Oh, well, we love CrossFit. Oh, my God. Oh, we do that, too. We CrossFit. do that, too. But we love the unicycle. It really gets you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, I learned something when I was a young man. When, when my mother died. Before my mother died, when I was a kid, she used to always go to New York. And on the way to New York, she'd always stop at this lady's house, Zoraida. Zoraida was a drug dealer on 113th and 5th Avenue. And my mother always stopped at the house. And, and I would always kiss her. And they talk about when Soraya used to take care of me when she was a baby. So I ended up becoming a millionaire. And when Soraya, when my mother died, Soraya came. Uh, like three months before my mother died, she was having a hard time. So Soraya would come along more, come around more. She'd come from New York to visit my mother. And one day Soraya told me, she goes, you know why I love your mother? Because when we first came here from Cuba, my husband moved to Chicago. And we couldn't get a job, so he wanted me to hook and I didn't want a hook, so your mother and your father, your real father, came and got me in the middle of the night and stole me out of Chicago, so I, I was indebted to her. And shortly after that, my mother died, and she was at the funeral, like the last night, she was petting her and shit. I mean, she was going crazy. She was going crazy, guys, because, like, like I always tell people, you ever have a conversation with somebody, and you look at that person, and you go, that's my friend. How much is he going to really suffer when I die? Is he really going to get up and go, Jesus fucking Christ, I miss Silent Bob today, you know? So I was looking at this chick at the funeral the last night, and she was petting my mother's hair. And she was giving a Coke bumps. My mother's dead. <laughs> she was energy fucked up, love, up right? Wow. And dude. she was putting little Coke rocks in her nose, and she was telling me how beautiful she was. And, all, and then she, she said, you know what, I swear to God, I'm going to take care of your son. Don't worry, you know. And my mother was dead as disco, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> dead as disco. And this lady's telling her all these promises. And that lady did watch me. That lady took care of me from the time I was 15 to the time I was 21. She gave me an envelope every week, $200. I took advantage of it. The truth was I stopped talking to her because I felt guilty. And I used her. And I, I made a promise right there that I would never use her. But it's amazing that she was a real friend. She was my mother's friend, bro. This is no these white people that you see that the only oh, reason they come around is because you give them a you check. Ever, you ever see those people that when they have parties and they got pictures at your birthday party? Look yeah. at my friends. These aren't your fucking friends. They're just here. These are the extent of their friendship that they can come to your stupid fucking birthday. Yeah, party. will they help you change the tire on the one on one? Yeah, you should be shot and hung for having a birthday party anyway. You're forty, you <laughs> fucking idiot. You know. But so it's just amazing what people like you ever talk to people we love Felipe really yeah shut the fuck up you don't love nobody <laughs> you don't even love yourself you fucking liar he's my best that's friend why you're he's drinking, my boy that's why you're drinking soy milk with your fucking we were roommates you don't love yourself <laughs> but it's so weird how uh, I learned the gift of friendship right there I said that's friendship that that right there that right there that that lady who my mother was dead she didn't have to impress my mother every Sunday and every Sunday we go to the cemetery, dog. She bought my mother the, the tombstone, too. And every Sunday we go to the cemetery, that bitch would open up a bottle of fucking Dom Perignon, pour it on the grave, do coke, throw some bumps on the grave and shit. I'd be there scratching my head thinking, I gotta come back later and pick up that coke rock from the grass and shit. 
You think I'm fucking kidding you, though. That lady, every Sunday, went to the grave and put coke on the tombstone and on the grass. Bye. Damn. She'd sprinkle weed. She'd smoke a joint and blow the smoke on the tombstone. Damn. Oh, oh, my God. I get emotional just thinking about it. But you know what, man? She never minced her words. She never said nothing that... These people tell everybody loves you. Because she had character. Yeah, yeah, just because they come to your party. Oh, or you I put them in you. movies. Fuck you, stupid. These people that take pictures of people all day. Look at my <laughs> friends. Get the... My crew. My the crew. Fuck out of here. <laughs> the boys. The yeah. boys. Look what happened when they shot Castellano. What happened to his crew? Shit. They went right to Gotti's house. How you doing? How you doing? You're the new boss. We're here. Fuck that motherfucker. I never liked him. We understand. I I never liked him anyway. Shit. (laughs) That's the thing, man. These Americans, half of them don't even know what the fuck they're saying. They just repeat what they heard on Fox News. They're into trends. What they heard. It's like glasses. It's like people with fucking glasses. Everybody's blind now. Everybody's picking a handicap now to be cool. Can you imagine that shit? Everybody's got fucking glasses on. Everybody's a genius now. Even black people. I remember you What's his name? LeBron James? Yeah. When you first started doing it, because, you know, they made him wear suits and shit, so they started wearing, look at this motherfucker, trying to act like he's a doctor. doesn't even know how to spell the word backwards. Yeah. <laughs> it really is amazing. It really is fucking amazing how you see these people and you're like, whatever, you know. I'm going to listen to this shit. People are just talking nowadays. That's why I don't understand when people say to me, Joey, why are you so real? Because I don't know how to be anything else, Felipe. I couldn't be anything else. It's so funny how Artie Lang said yesterday, he goes, the, the guy asked him, do you feel you could have done a lot better in your career? He goes, yeah, if I was phony. <laughs> if I was a phony, I would have done a lot better in my career. I would have smiled more and taken pictures and told people I loved that shirt. <laughs> I love your Captain America shirt. You're 40 years old, dog. Okay, you shouldn't have a Captain fucking America shirt on. <laughs> And you're lucky I'm not bitch-smacking you. You know what I'm saying? For wearing that fucking Captain America shirt or a Mickey Mouse shirt. You know, everything's to be cool now. How many people you know with a tattoo, a bald head? You know, 30 years ago, you had to give a chick a... If you saw a chick with a fucking tattoo, you put away the roofie. Right yeah. or wrong? He's right. Crazy, if a chick bro. walked in with a tattoo, you're like, oh, I'm fucking... He's on now. Ain't now, no. now moms have fucking tattoos at the farmer's market with service dogs walking around with them fucking... Do- Last week, I seen a... How, how bad is a farmer's market? They got to bring a fucking service dog. A service dog. That's for anxiety. And, and how, how much anxiety is that? What, what, your tomato didn't fucking come in? We live in a society, bro, that there's people walking around. She's going to put that dog away and start taking some dick-sucking classes. Dog, let me tell you something. I was ready to put my Michael Vick helmet on, my Philadelphia <laughs> Eagle helmet on, and start kicking motherfuckers at the farmer's market. I'm eating a pizza, and you got your German Shepherd putting the hair on oh my, my fucking face. And I, and I can't. My pizza had a fucking beard last week at the farmer's market. <laughs> People are out of control, especially in, like, L.A. and the more, you know what I mean? In the West Coast. Dude, Southern <coughs> California, cheesy. Yeah, but I saw this five-year-old with tribal tattoos. Creep fools. Oh, no, now if you don't have a fucking tattoo now, you go Yeah, to you're not cool. It's like, what's wrong with you? You're not sleeve, bro? No. Yeah, like every every pot like every pot smoker now has to buy the pot magazine. When did that start? Oh, I never had a. I've never bought never a pot magazine in my life. In my life, I I stole them all. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh, I never had a poster I, of weed. In my I know, life. like everybody has a poster of weed, a marijuana a tattoo. They got the best. Oh, this is the best. Really? You know, it's the best. the best. There's no need to talk about it. Everybody thought, what's tr- oh, it's that trend. I can't smoke that trend. 
That's the best one. Yeah, they the can't smoke that strain. Here. You don't even know what strain you're smoking no more. What some dumbass is telling you inside of a shop? Yeah. You can tell you this shit's from West Africa. It's West uh, African skullfucker. Oh, this is what, what? Who grows weed? Who's the guy that played the bongos? Not, not the guy that won the Academy Award. His buddy Woody Harrelson. Remember in all the LA shops last year? Yeah. This is Woody Harrelson weed. All these fucking followers were buying fake fucking weed. That Pineapple Express. When I go to a weed store, I look at right now and I go, I want you to give me what you give handicap retards. Like, I want the <laughs> shit. I want the shit you give Jerry Lewis that he gives to the kids before he shoots them. That's what I want. Before Jerry shoots him in the head, I want the weed he gives them. Give me the weed that you gave to Chris Fonseca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where is Chris Fonseca? Chris Fonseca is in um, Colorado Springs, sober a year. Is he sober? Sober a year. He just finished. He hit 30, minute, 30 years in comedy. I'm going to have him in a podcast. <laughs> He's a good dude, bro. He is. He took care of me when I first started comedy. He wanted me to go work for him and drive the van around, but you got to change his diapers. Did you know that? Oh, when you used to drive that. the van around. You got to change his diapers and shit. So I, I don't know do if I could work with you, dog. <laughs> You cool? I don't know what time. Craig Lopez told me that he opened up the his his um his um wheelchair, and you know that flap where he sits down is slapped up, and it slapped up right in his face. Boo! Stop. And it smelled like dead fucking Kulo and shit. He's a great guy. It smells like coarse light, baby. The, the guy that used to drive him around, his name was Toe Jam. Toe Jam. He was a biker. That was his name, Toe Jam. It's a cool name. That's when I met Chris Fonseca. Chris Fonseca was very good to me because he's from Denver. Yeah. And I started in Denver. So I used to see him, and he was always uh, a gentleman to me. He hit me up about a year ago. He wanted uh, help putting a CD on iTunes, you know. I tried to tell him what to do. And that was it. That's the last I heard from him. A lot of good comics out there that we're friends with, you know. A lot of cool motherfuckers. Where's Rizzo? He got a girlfriend now. Martin Rizzo got a girlfriend now, man. He has to get a job. Little Minnie Mouse and shit. He's got a job? No, he doesn't have a job. <laughs> He's sleeping in late. Uh, fixing that little beanie. He spent all his commercial money. Right? Yeah. Eating tacos at night. Nobody eats more than Martin Rizzo. <laughs> He's 62 pounds with a rock in his pocket. Nobody eats more than that motherfucker. <laughs> So what else, my brother? What do we got planned? Go, probably go to the beach this weekend. Again, fix my face. Okay. Yeah, you were caught up in a wave, huh, dog? So yeah. Damn. You on a wave? Looks like Mayweather got you. Yeah, ass. I was boogie boarding, and um, I, I wiped out, man. I and went. you hit a rock? I hit a, the floor of the of the beach. If I would have hit a rock, I probably would have lost my eye. But it's probably the waves are when they slam you yeah, down. Yeah, slam me down, man. Dude, that you happened can't to mess me last year, bro. A rock went right through my fucking leg. Oh, my God. A boulder kid. That's when the water was pushing boulders, and I'm standing like a fucking asshole, thinking what a beautiful day it is to be alive. And all of a sudden, this fucking spear came at me. It looked like a the rock that you put the tomahawk. It was one of those things. Arrowhead. And the edge was fucking, bro. It went right through. I mean, I was bleeding on the beach. I almost fainted. I went right down from the pain. It hit. That's a ball yeah. It's right your shin right there. That's God a shin damn. right there. That rock went da da. I went down. By the time I got to my wife, I was pale. That force of that ocean is unfathomable. You can't fuck with it. Mother Nature is crazy, dog. Like when I hit my eye, like I knew right, I knew right away that I got tore up. My face was on fire. You got rocked. Until I, I just saw, I was walking back from the beach and I just took off, took off the boogie board and I laid down and said, yeah, I'm done here. 
Were you bleeding? <laughs> yeah. A lot? I was bleeding from my face, my cheek, and then my eye a little bit. And then the next day, it was all black. This was a very humbling experience. I've been wearing sunglasses for a while, man. You've been walking around like Nicole Brown. <laughs> yeah, I walked up and I was like, God damn. You should have seen the floor. I was like, how many were they, dog? <laughs> Did you get one licking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is where the Timberland hit me And the Air Force One right here by the jaw <laughs> Lift up your shirt, jaw Show everything else What are you doing for the fourth? I'm going to chill I'll see what's up, dude Wherever the little party, chill atmosphere Mad blunts You know what I'm saying? Big bang boots from the Bronx to Bolivia <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Kick it, dude I want to get, you know Get a little shorty and shit I don't know what I'm doing yet, but that's how I want to do you it. You gonna now. be at a barbecue? Eating <laughs> carne asada? No, nah, he, he was at my house last year. I think for yeah. a vegan barbecue for oh, the July. Geez. Yeah, I have. I don't. I don't eat meat anymore for the last like three weeks and shit. Because I had some shit happen, and like go to Kaiser, and they're all about that plant-based diet. He's all, all right, man. He's all, just eliminate sugar, animal, and dairy, and see what happens for six months. So we're gonna see what happens. So we're cool like that. You know what I mean? So I'm good. I feel lighter. I mean, so I don't feel bloated and don't shit. Eat meat. Yeah. Dairy and no sugar. You eat chicken, yeah. right? No, I haven't fucked with chicken in the last three weeks either. Dog. So what have you been eating? Dude, I've been going to my mom's house and just eating beans, tortillas, and she has nopales like cactus, so she'll like cut them up and dice them up with a little bit of chili. Just being eating that, going to sleep hungry as fuck, waking up hungry as fuck to go attack those beans. So I've just been fucking with that. You eat beans for breakfast? Yeah. Me too. Like, when I was a kid, my mom would make us, you know, eggs, you know, fucking, you know, medium, fucking, you know, over medium with fucking beans and, you know, little cut up meat from last night. In the beans? No, no, on the side right there. And then you scoop them up with your so little tortilla. The meat the yeah, bomb shit. Yeah, I eat that every day. We eat fried, um, fried eggs over easy yeah. with, with ham yeah, that's and ham. big old beans with cheese and homemade flour tortillas every day. Monday morning, the leftovers from the, from the carne asada. Yeah. Fucking ham all the time. Thanks. So like when we had like carne asada leftover, my mom would just break it up like in like in like string. Yeah, the cerrada. Yeah, the, the cerrada, and then she'll put, cook, recook that with eggs. Oh. And then we have machaca and eggs. That's bomb too. That's bomb too. And if you can get that powder like machaca, oh, that's the real powder. Damn. You gotta get it. You gotta get the the meat really really dry, and then put in a blender, yeah, bro, and then yeah. cut it up to, so it looks it so it looks furry, and yeah, then you cook it up, man. That's where it's at, right there. So a little bit, you you know, you fuzz it up, fluff it up, and shit. But it is bomb. It's bomb. Bomb. Machaca bomb. and eggs. There's yeah. nothing like it. Shit. That's that meat, the like, yeah. carne de pia. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking delicious. Oh it's like carne God. de cebrada, you know, like the ones you have, but we just break it up more they and just put shred eggs. shred it, like, but dried. A dry shred. Bomb. Goddamn. Just <laughs> about it. Where are we going for lunch? Wherever you want to go, bro. <laughs> veggie <laughs> grill. Let's end this motherfucker. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah. You have any um, places you're going to be at? You want to pr- plug your places? I am going to be at the San Jose Improv July 10th to the 12th. I will be at the Scott South Point Casino July 18th, one night. And I'm at Reno at the Pioneer Club, where you're at, uh, July 25th and 26th. That's all I got. I will be at, I'll, be, uh, I'll be at the Brea Improv in July this month. I'll be in Reno, Nevada at the Reno Tahoe Comedy at, at next week. And Tampa Improv at the end of the month. For more days, go to felipesworld.com. Follow me on Twitter at Funny Felipe. Follow Rodrigo Torres at Rodrigo Torres Jr. on Twitter and on Instagram. Facebook. And if you have one extermination, call Mondo. (laughs) 
La cucaracha exter, exper, whatever it's hey, called. La cucaracha pest control service. La, la cucaracha pest control. We're on Yelp, eh? We're on, they're on Yelp, eh? They're a good friend of ours. Rodrigo, stop by and do a side gig for your ass. Stomp on that moment. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you stop and then you'll start singing at the Wild Coyote. Oh, beautiful. You gotta <laughs> sing. You gotta sing for these bitches. <laughs> The you good half. Again, this is a good fucking podcast. How <laughs> <was> funny, dog. <laughs> when he made us watch fucking um, La Bamba. No, Selena. Selena, no, yeah. That was over there in Modesto, dog. Remember when, you know, they gave you a little package, but it wasn't what you wanted? Right, the speed. You, we talked about it. Hey, bro, you know, it's, it's all good. You don't you don't have to sit here and listen to me. No, fuck that. We're listening. Fuck, you're telling stories about Pablo and shit. Because remember, I told you I went to that show where um you guys were at the Brea Improv and you were hosting. I snuck in the back and shit. And he put all these comics up. Well, this fool said he had that one rock. He's like, no, yeah, bro. He pulled it out started poking people with the rock and shit. It was over. <laughs> he's all, this was for real, bro. I said, that's what he used to say that shit. I looked over at the rock. It got bigger. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was I was tripping out because that's what Joey Diaz was up there hosting all raw with that little jacket on, all zippered up right here, New York style with the boots and shit and Levi's, and just hitting them and hitting them, and people were like, oh, they didn't God. know what to do. Yeah, you don't they fired me, lady. Fix your fucking wig. Next up, we got Sam Tripoli. <laughs> Yeah, dog. Tripoli, yeah. Jeff Garcia. Yeah, it was fucking uh, an Ar- Ar- Arabian dude that I don't see around anymore, dude. No, he's uh, he opened up a lunch truck in New Orleans. Who's that, oh, Nazareth? Okay. used to be Pablo's buddy. Yeah, dude. He said he hasn't What was his name, him. Nazareth? I don't remember. I forget. But you guys I, were all cool after the show. You guys went over there and all, hey, bro, you want to come back? You come back there. I was like, fuck, fuck that. That's he, just uh, crazy, dog. I bumped into him when I was shooting Grudge Match. Oh, yeah? He owned the food truck. Oh, okay. And he told me that he went down there for a movie and they didn't have food trucks. So he bought a food truck with a partner and now he's selling food. And yeah, and that was, at the, that was at the original brand improv that's now 24-hour fitness, right? Is it really? Yeah, or whatever the fuck it is. Because I remember it had the little checkered old school, you know, shit. It was cool. Oh, that was the one by um, by Bobby McGee's. Yeah, yeah dude. By the movie theater. Hell yeah. Well, the old one. But thanks for being our guest, Joey Diaz. Yeah. We one, love you, man. I love you. One of the you. greatest motherfuckers me, on earth. I love you, motherfuckers, with all my heart, man. I'm gonna have you again, cocksucker. Again. How you doing, buddy? All right, vote for me, you little fuck. Get that <laughs> fucked up ear. You see him? <laughs> He looks like the guy from The Daily Show with his fucked up beard. No, Joe Diaz bagging it with a, with a kid with in front of his mom. Looking like a Vander Holyfield. I love you, motherfucker. Stay love black. Too. Stay black, fool. Yeah. What's up, fool? Later. Peace.